0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: Welcome to every Sports Club, I'm OJ Borge
2: I am Gethin Jones and it's probably a good place for us to start OJ by explaining
1: what the average sports club is. Well the average sports club is a safe space for your sporting love. Because it can be quite intimidating going to sports clubs, especially if you haven't lived that life. If you're not a lifelong supporter of a football team, for instance like Hull United.
2: Mm. So whether you're a footy fanatic or a rugby norse, or maybe came seventh once in, you know, the go-karting
1: competitions you used to do, your mates' birthdays. You are welcome to this club. You are indeed. Imagine Central Perk, Joey's wearing Lycra and they (laughs) only serve orange Lucas behind (laughs) the counter. So please, friends, welcome to The Average Sports Club. So this is like a sporting first date, Geth. Oh, I don't think I've ever been on a sporting first date before. No, well, you have now. Thank you for wearing something very lovely. High cut yet not revealing. Do I have to snog you at the end? Well, let's see how this goes, shall we? If we score a goal, maybe we can. Because (laughs) sometimes those outpourings of love on a sports pitch (laughs) or in some sort of sporting environment, they're very natural and very warming. Mm. We are talking about average though, aren't we? How How would you describe my sporting prowess? You are the sort of person, having seen you in many sporting guises now over the years, you're the sort of person who always looks good in whatever situation you're in, regardless of how well you're doing, you've always got the right kit. Yeah, throw money at the problem. Yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. You're always wearing the right kit. You're the kid at school who I would turn up and my shorts would be on backwards and my t-shirt would be ripped and you'd be there and I'd be like, someone's pressed your kit for you. you probably look better than me though, because
2: every kit looks bad on me, because I officially have the skinniest ankles in Britain. I won a competition once actually.
1: Based on that. That is wonderful. Have you, I bet you, I can almost guarantee that over the years, you love a gym, you love working out. Mm. I bet you at some point you've worked on your ankles.
2: It's part of me, old <laughs> The gym is part of my life.
1: Have you tried to work
2: on your ankle size? I have actually, but there's nothing you can do for them. You can no. make your calves bigger, but even that doesn't really work. You are, you're not a dream boat. You're a Thank dreamer, you. aren't yeah. you? That's what I would describe your sporting prowess as. Is that, that's fair, isn't it? To be fair, you're not bad at cycling. It's just the other thing is like, you know, needs coordination like we played five side football but I haven't
1: played hang on I played football yeah, that's the, the first that's, time I, hang on that's, that's, that's what the, the sports club's place, all about Exactly. on to your past it's the first time I played football for 20 years since I played for Seaton Youth in Leicester and I <laughs> tore my knee out going in on goal so this is what we're talking about me and OJ have these conversations
2: all yeah. the time this is why we wanted to start yeah. a podcast because when there's not many podcasts out there's
1: there, not at all I mean there's quite a few sports podcasts I yeah. mean the sports podcasts for <laughs> anything there's cycling podcasts yeah. there's football podcasts oh my god God, is there a lot of rugby podcasts. You'd say there's probably... But some, some are well, better Yeah, others. but some of them... Especially during mate, the World Cup. Some of them you feel they're just being done for some sort of corporate environment. What, like travelling to France every weekend just to enjoy the um, <laughs> croissants and
2: coffee? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But so yeah. We,
1: we wanted a podcast which was about the love of sport, about the enjoyment of playing it. My serious, my serious answer to this is, I do think sport is a massive integral part of the UK, of social cohesion. I think it makes you happier, that feeling of camaraderie, that bit of competing without worrying about losing. So that's why we did this, about the love of sport, about the wanting to take part in it, to celebrate your highs and probably more likely our lows. And this is what we're going to
2: do. How's your sport in week been? That's what we're going to be asking you. We've got the Average Hall of Shame. We've got the niche sport of the week. We will try and guess what the sport is mm. of the guests that we get on this show. Please get in touch. Join the Average Sports Club. Email hello at AverageSportsClub.com, or you can just search us on socials, Average Sports Club. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right, before we open up the average mailbag and dial up a mystery high-end sporting guest, how's your sporting week been, OJ?
1: Well, sport does obsess most of my life. It's time and when I can do it. And this week... I've actually got back into running. So Great North Run is happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, fir- it's the longest I will have ever run when the Great North Run happens. Is th- it? I've never done a half marathon before in my life.
2: Well, that surprises me. I thought you had. I've done a 10K. you done triathlons.
1: I've done a triathlon, but you only run 10K unless you're doing a, a full distance triathlon. Whoa, and did I did not run. know this. Yeah, so what? it'll be the longest I've ever run. I haven't run for years because I've got bad knees, but I got talked into it by a mutual friend of ours, Brucey. Brucey, Brucey who's been taking his nutrition seriously, but not the physical side of running. No, I've been trying to take the running seriously, so I've got the stamina through all the cycling. What I don't have is the biomechanics. I run do you remember watching Saturday afternoon wrestling or wWF back in the you know the the the, the British bulldog and mm. uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage? you know when they'd run to the ring yeah and they'd like their arms couldn't touch the sides that's, yeah. that's
2: how I run you've got wob legs what's wob legs? the opposite of. Bow legs <laughs> So that, you know, they sort of go out at the the yeah. calves go out at the end. It doesn't look like you're an athlete. having yeah. we haven't said that. If you Courtney Laws is a good example of yeah. wob legs. Have a look at him and run onto the pitch in the World Cup. I'm
1: not gonna tell him he's got wob legs either, because no, he is a monster. A big boy. So I've been training for it. Um I've I've had to get across quite a few problems, one of them being the fact that it's I, I get a touch of the radcliffs when I run. That is where <laughs> I yeah. I wo- I worry oh. about soiling myself. So yeah. I have to plan any running route I do. Via public toilets.
2: What but don't you go on Tatten Park? Do you take a poo uh, bag? No, or... no, no. Is that
1: why you brought a poo bag to Coldplay? No, that isn't why I brought. They were just in my back pocket. Um, but I have had to in the past. I've had to when I've run. I've had to disappear into the bushes because oh, is... it... the problem is, there's it a, is, it is a thing. I googled it While I sat on the toilet in a public toilet around the water park recently whilst running. I googled why every time I run I get something that <laughs> runners call the gingerbread man. Do you know why it's called the gingerbread man? <laughs> oh
0: no! So, no, no. Seriously,
1: if you imagine how the, how the gingerbread man from Shrek or whatever, you know how he runs, you know with his legs like that, because that's how you end up. Oh, running. I thought it was something to do with the. the, the The consistency of... Well, there's that as well. But no, you end up running like that to try and find a toilet. But it is a thing. You end up a thing. So I've had to get over that. I think after eight miles and a half marathon, everyone looks like that. Do they
2: yeah, yeah. Have you run a half? You've run I a half, yeah. Have, uh, no, I was, I never did a marathon. Did you run no. it in halves? I, I was supposed to do the great north run with you? Um, i yeah. not, I've got great memories of that. I once got stuck in a lift with Tony Blair, did you before, and Sophie Rayworth. Were they running it? Uh, they I can't remember if Tony Blair was Sophie was because she's a brilliant runner now. Yeah, uh, I don't know if Tony she's Blair, she's an age
1: grade triathlete now.
2: Yeah, she's quality, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Tony Blair, a small talk, Sophie Rayworth and Tony Blair. How's your banter? It was a difficult one. We were there for about 10 yeah. minutes and then we did the run. It's brilliant. It's windy. It's tough, isn't it? But I can't do it. I'm, I mean- Why this can't week, you do it? Because you,
1: you are in our Strava group. Um, <laughs> the Strava group <laughs> which is full
2: is, of coffee and cake. Yeah. Which at the it's moment-
1: embarrassing. The numbers on it are, I've actually leading with the amount of kilometers run. Um, so Are I, you? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like seven, uh, whatever, 127. Brucey second and then you're on zero because you've I done am, no training. No, well, I did do a 2K on Sunday and I was too
2: embarrassed to put it in because <laughs> I, I split it up into two 1Ks on me. I've been injured. It's been so depressing. I've hurt my groin, but it's actually my glute. So they have to release my glute to get to my groin. You know when he goes to the physio and he looks at you and goes, this, guy, this guy's coming in, spending a fortune. He's just, old. nothing works, but I'll keep treating him. Yeah. And he's nice. He's like my counselor, really. I lie there and tell him my problems. He's a lovely man, Jeff. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm struggling. But you know when you go into a physio and, they, and you say, I've got a, a bad shoulder and they click your middle left toe. Yeah. We've got a bad better.
1: groin. So what are they touching for that? Well it's quite
2: it's tricky for him because we are we've become mates but it's the awkward bit where you have to move away you know the the bag. yeah and what what do you wear when you go oh i think about that a lot (laughs) yeah you can't wear loose shorts you have to wear the nappies inside the shorts sports
1: shorts took me a long time to work out that the you know you know the lining inside of your shorts yeah the lining. you're not not supposed to wear pants with it
2: you mate you kidding no what do you mean? You wear pants inside no, no, the nappy? Well, no,
1: no, well, no. Because I never. Do you wear
2: boxes. It's nothing more. Until recently, mate, you are, I didn't realise
1: I'm 44. But I did. But a lot of people when they cycle, they still wear their underpants under their lycra. You're not supposed to. I didn't realise you're supposed to take your your pants off when you when you get into yeah. them so what yeah, they, you,
2: they're designed for well, that i mate. only
1: now realize that okay so here's the thing what do you think i should wear for the great north i've yeah. got a, i've got a number of outfits i can wear i could wear uh, lycra tights like half tights are so very you know like sprinters like Lin that's Christie. Right. Yeah. yeah i could wear that sort of thing i could wear well on that, mm. my nan used to watch sprinting and the athletics only for Linford Christie, and she'd go, "It was lovely that Linford Christie." Hated Carl Lewis. She called him Mister Popeyes. Oh, Carl Lewis used to wear them the really short shorts, didn't he? And yeah. the rest used to wear the lycra. Yeah. So I could wear the short shorts yeah. like Carl Lewis, but the problem is I sweat so much. I look like I've pissed myself most of the time. If, so what do you think I should wear? I wouldn't worry about that. But if you sweat a lot,
2: and I've seen your um, nipples, yeah, I think you need some vase on your nipples.
1: I've done a 17K. I surely didn't get bloodied nipples then. I don't need it now. It was a good material in the T-shirt. It's the same kit I'm going to wear for doing it. So what do you think I should wear? The tight shorts or the short shorts? Short shorts and a vest. Short shorts. The vest is a bit tight. Don't wear your bum bag. Decent socks.
2: Okay. And not your Gore-Tex mountaineering. How do you know you mountaineers? Because he tells everyone. (laughs) Shoes. <laughs> All right? All right. Why good. you run that down? was so weird. I could have told you after. Or whatsapp you. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just wrote the word short.
2: Anyway, can I have a rub down? A little break? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we return, we'll be reading your entries to the average hall of shame. And we'll be trying to figure out what is our niche sport of the week. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to The Average Sports Club. I'm OJ Borge, here with Geth, who's now had a full rubdown.
2: Oh, I have to do my rehab exercises. They're very boring, but I am quite good. And yeah. they do make a difference, by the way. Hey, everyone, rehab
1: is just as important as surgery. Prehab, mate. It's all about prehab. Well, I'm not sure about it, because you don't know if you get injured, do you? Well, true, but if you do the prehab, then you won't get injured. Uh, Very good point. Is the point. Uh, Right now, it's time to put the art into participation. Also, Pat on the head. Uh, In the Average Hall of Shame, which is what we're about to do right now, (laughs) this is where we celebrate those moments of yours that maybe weren't your best, where you were striving for mid-table obscurity and missed even that moment. We like to celebrate those things where maybe it went a little bit wrong. So, uh, usually these will be from you, so please do get in touch. Hello at the average But sports it just so happens, we've
2: got millions Whoa! we can give you examples of.
1: Mate, my hall of shame is all I've got. Please come look at my trophy room, <laughs> walled with shame. and give me a, give me an entry into the average hall of shame.
2: Ah, oh, Like I say, I've got plenty to choose from. Um... To start off on episode one, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. I I came sixth in the world. I think I'm making that bit up. In the
1: world underwater cycling championships. Now, no one will ever know whether you're making it up or not because I'm guessing it's not on Wikipedia. Uh, It might be. Really? Might, yeah, I don't
2: know if... But do you get... I don't know if... The top three might have been on there. But not but the maybe sixth. maybe the sixth, yeah. Okay.
1: So I'm guessing this is a Blue Peter thing.
2: It, what, was that a Blue Peter thing? I think it might have been a Blue Peter thing, actually. Yeah, probably, because I would have worn a badge uh, <laughs> whilst doing it. Um, I can't remember if it was in
1: Jersey or Guernsey. No one cares. I think it was Guernsey because I think we did the Hubble. Bergerac practice. cares. That's the only person Bergerac, cares. you remember him. Yeah. Great car. Yeah, great it was car. a great car. Do you know the theme from Bergerac, I thought for years, was walking on the moon by the police. And it turns <laughs> out <laughs> it wasn't. It was just his own theme and I got it confused. Anyway. Got that in my head now. Uh, Jersey or Guernsey, you're underwater. Yeah.
2: So you uh, fall wetsuit mm-hmm. on a bike mm-hmm. and then you just get given loads of weights, basically. Uh, they take the... Um, you take the tyres off the bike. They're like all bicycles, recycled bicycles. And then you start on the shore. And it's whoever can get furthest on the bike.
1: On one breath? Are you wearing scuba kit?
2: No, scuba kit. Full scuba kit. The whole tank, because weight's not a problem. You have to stay to the bottom. And then you cycle as fast and as far as you can underwater. Was there a technique for this? Um, I don't remember a technique, um, to be honest. And you have to get over over the stones as well, but... I thought six wasn't bad. Out don't off, ask. I don't know.
1: There must have been more than six.
2: There were quite a few. Yeah. I did all right. I trained It's Blue Peter, so you train,
1: you know, you absolutely go for it, didn't you? you give yeah. it your best shot. Um, it was quite a scene. Came yeah. sixth. Well done, mate. Did you have a cameraman underwater? Because the thing with Blue Peter, they always talk about is like, yeah, great, the presenters so are doing true. stuff. What about the camera people? It's so true. I remember
2: Paul Stass, uh, brilliant cameraman, at top of a hill, uh, top of a mountain, in Namibia, and he's me going, oh my goodness, it's so scary, and he's hanging off one arm, filming <laughs> all, thinking, you're scary for you, mate. <laughs> that classic thing. I think we went GoPros, or was yeah. it? Was no, it was you didn't have GoPros when you were on. Were they invented in 2004? No, they were
1: absolutely not invented in 2004. <laughs> there's no phones. I
2: don't know. Maybe it's not, maybe it wasn't filmed. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Does it even exist in the world? How
2: about um, can, you, can you start with something strong as well?
1: Uh, I can do, yes. So mine involves the BBC, and I used to do a cycling podcast for them called Bespoke years and years ago. And we oh, wanted yeah. to show what the hour record was about. Now, the hour record, if you don't know, it's how far you can cycle in an hour. The joke being, I'm so good at the hour record, I did it in 55 minutes. <laughs> but you go around a track, round and round and round and round and round, and it's been set for years. And it's been interesting, and they changed the rules over the years. And it's it just becoming big again because... They changed the rules, and the big names like Bradley Wiggins and and Alex Dowsett were were wanting to get involved. Did in Boardman ever go
2: with that as well?
1: Boardman held yeah. the record, yeah. I he, thought he did, yeah. So he had two records. He had the record where he was in the Superman position, and then they changed the rules because he went too far, and then he got back onto the what looks like a standard right. bike, yeah, yeah. But he did it in Manchester, and it was sort of he did. ended Boardman's He's career. He's doing all right now, isn't he? He's lovely. He's doing love fine. though I wouldn't worry about Boardman. I won't. Yeah. Um, and we thought, well, I tell you what, let's do a, a version to show how hard it is, mm. and we looked at a record which was from I think nineteen. 19- 10 or 1911, a guy called Oscar Egg. He was this Swiss bike rider. He was my sort of height. He looked a bit like me if I parted my hair down the middle, like it was the mid 90s, that so we all like Jason oh, Donovan you, again. You've just done that and it's yeah. quite creepy. And we called can it. You st- can you just ruffle it? Sorry, that yeah. yeah. Really uh, we did Egg versus Borg and it was Could <laughs> I Get to the Record that he set in like 1911, which was I think about 40 kilometers. He probably did it in a suit. Yeah. On a set of street, suit bicycles. Yeah. Yeah. Penny farthing. <laughs> Well, it was- and he still beat you. Well, That's how did. average you are. That's how absolutely average I was. So I was doing it on like a modern bike yeah. with the bars and the rest of it. And the problem was I was sort of directing the shoot as well as being the person who was doing it. And they gave us an hour's worth of time at the National Cycling Centre here. So the big velodrome in Manchester. And I go in and they film me in the toilets getting into my outfit. And the problem was we'd done it quickly. And they went, right, you've got to go now. We've got the hour. We've only got an hour in between two sessions, get on the track. I forgot to take my pants off. So I'd never ridden on the track before. I have to do an hour in this weird time trial position which in the is, velodrome in the velodrome on the track you on know, the with boards the, with, with the boards yeah yeah so i get into it and i start off and i'm thinking okay and i've got you know the the, the teardrop helmet on and I'm, you know and i'm chafing galore and, well mate i'd forgotten to take my pants off and the rule is you don't i'd have never done this before and it was only after about four minutes that i was like oh my god i'm still wearing my pants but i couldn't stop because we only had an hour and it was a timed record we had a proper timing team uh, so I just had to do it. By minute 11 I'd rubbed myself in my groin area so raw that I couldn't sit on the seat properly. So I had to hold myself in a weird way. I managed the whole hour, okay. But it was like the last chicken in Sainsbury's. It was awful, yeah. okay. There was blood. And oh. I just had to hold myself in such a position that I got off the bike and cramped up so badly. Mm-hmm. I never made it to Oscar Eggs. I was about 4 kilometers yeah. away from it they had to get my mate who had an estate car, put the seats down and lower me into it because I couldn't bend my legs. And then to get into bed when I got home, I had to crawl up the stairs like I had no legs.
2: They looked like a dead mermaid.
1: It was awful, yeah, yeah. So not only did I make it to the time of a guy who did it possibly wearing, (laughs) you know, a full suit and a waistcoat and a bowler hat in 1911 on a bike that probably had no tires, I also managed to injure myself so badly, I couldn't walk for days.
2: If you listen to this, you firmly establish that we are average and yeah, that's man. what we're looking for. Do you want to Do you want to join the Average Hall of Shame? Yeah. You're more than welcome to. Please submit your entries to hello at averagesportsclub.com or just search Average Sports Club on socials. Yeah, I think we're going to get a few, aren't we?
1: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, so please do get in touch. Whatever your story, we'd love to hear from you. Maybe get you on as well. And you never know. I haven't checked this first, but maybe you get some sort of certificate from us. Oh, How's your art?
2: Hang on a minute. I'll just, hang on a minute. Two. (laughs) Uh,
1: We'll try and make you a word clip art certificate from us to you. So get in touch. Hello at (laughs) theaveragesportsclub.com. Geth, here's a question for you. How many sports do you think exist in the world? Oh, there's loads of them. That's the beauty of sport. Mm -hmm. How many? Put a number on it. Uh, I, I don't know have you looked it up I've looked it up World oh. Sports Encyclopedia
2: including including darts
1: including darts
2: and banzai skydiving and just to define sport you have to change your shoes for mm-hmm. it that's my definition of sport yep. um, I'm going to go with oh this is really tough I won't have a clue I'm going to say there must be at least
1: 487 okay 8,000 sports exist in the world shut um, up and what we're going to do is every week introduce you to a new sport wait this could be the longest podcast in the it history could. of podcasts. It could. We're looking for eight thousand episodes. That's our number. That's our limit. We're going to get to. So each week, we're going to introduce you to a new sport. I have no idea who it is or who we're talking to. Neither so, do I. if you would like to say hello, okay, let's say hello. 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 Oh, sure I'm already thinking she's putting that accent on. Oh, maybe. Um, okay. What is your name and where are you, please?
3: My name is Lucy.
1: Lucy. Okay, I'm going to make a note.
3: And I'm in the middle of the country in Sheffield.
1: Okay. okay, all right. Does the Listen. location of Sheffield have anything to do with your sport?
3: Not really. It's not specific to it.
1: Hmm. Not okay.
2: specific to it. Uh, OJ, you all, you've already written down three questions.
1: I have, yes. Uh, so which i have circled. Yeah, my first one is, do you need special equipment for your sport? No. Okay. Is it waterborne? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, waterborne. Uh, is there an animal involved? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my third question didn't really run on from the second one there. Okay. So, oh, so we're looking at water in Sheffield. Okay. Uh, so uh, no special equipment. It, it is waterborne. No animal. Geth.
2: Uh, oh, great. You, we, you've done that because you know I've not written down okay. questions. My fourth, i, was I was just question just going to go with it. My fourth question I is, do fourth, you have to hold your breath? breath? Do you have to hold your breath? No. Okay. So it's in right. the water. We don't have to hold your breath. Is it in a boat? Like you, you said no special equipment. No. but A boat's not special, is it? Do you need a boat? Do you float? No. Well, no. Are you on top of the water or below the water?
3: I don't either. I mean...
2: Okay.
1: Oh. Have you got an idea? Because I've got no idea. No, I was going to say
2: that um, that mad aqua... What's the thing, you know, the surfboard above the water, but it's not special equipment. It's not that, is it? Paddleboarding. No. You know, like the one Amy Fuller was doing down the Thames the other day. It's called surfing. No. Like, you know, the, the board, the hoverboard... That it's got the engine
1: and they sort of oh, hover above the water. They look amazing. No, it's not that. Oh. Uh, so give us a clue then. How long have you been involved in this sport?
3: Almost 10 years.
1: 10 years. Was it the sport that you thought you would do when you were growing up, Lucy? No. You're asking really good questions. Okay, right? yeah. Um, is it a sport that if I went out to a local stretch of water, I would see somebody doing? Probably. Okay, all right. Are you a swimmer, Lucy? Have we started with swimming? Uh No. No. Okay. Um, do, you, do you do this
2: sport, Lucy? Do you take part She's in this? A, sport? Yeah, you I do. do. You do because oh, sometimes you might, might organize
1: it. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Okay, so, do you need a referee or any form of judge? To how take old are you, this? Lucy? Hang as on. As well. This is my question first. Do you need a referee or a, an umpire or any judge for the sport?
3: Uh, yes and no. Oh my god!
1: How okay, old are you, Lucy?
3: Old enough. <laughs> can oh.
2: can, 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 uh, can can this be done for people of all ages?
3: Yes, completely.
1: Oh. Okay, there, there was, was a, a point so, yeah, to that question. I thought you were just being really forward.
3: <laughs> uh, are you free
1: next Wednesday, Lucy? I, yeah. Do you like sushi? don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't forget about that question. Oh, I uh, Lucy, I... It could be related then. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really the starting... sushi yeah. the sushi making championships. Yeah, yeah. Would you need to towel off after your waterborne sport? No. Well, I don't get this. I don't understand how you can Can have a sport that involves water. Do the synopsis because you're really good at that. Okay. So it's waterborne. There's no special equipment. You don't have to hold your breath. There's not an animal involved. Lucy's been doing it for 10 years. If you go to your local local stretch of water, you'll probably see people doing this.
2: In the sea? Can you do it in the sea, Lucy? Yes. In the river?
3: Yes. On a lake? Yes.
1: Could you do it in the bath?
3: A pooch? Yes.
1: I have no idea what this is. Does it involve rubber ducks? No. Because, so, you know, maybe fake yeah. animals. Does the does the water have to be frozen? Are we skating? Uh, no. Oh, okay. good. That was a good question. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was that just was, trying to change the of water. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that we've run out of time here and I have absolutely no idea what the sport is. I so. have got a
2: clue. Can we get a clue? Um, okay, give us a clue. Yeah. Give us a clue. one clue. Think about it, though. Don't give it away on the first clue because that's never a fun game.
3: Um, how do I do de- it? Yeah, how do I make this easy? Go- I mean, you've probably both done it.
2: Oh, what? Sunk? No, an no OG. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The um, sinking world championships. You don't have to towel off. We've it's both not a done special
2: it. equipment. That's it. So you're on your own in all kinds of different water. Everyone's done it. Is it like foraging? Is it some kind of foraging? No. In the water?
3: Well, I mean, I guess some sport. people might say a little bit. Is it it's fishing? I'm...
1: Are we fishing, Lucy? You're not
3: fishing. Oh, okay. no.
1: I was really excited. That Are that you fishing something? Are you litter picking?
3: Fishing generally means you have to have quite a lot of equipment.
2: Yeah. Yes, OJ. You're not listening. That's true. Uh, what are we missing, Oge? Um, I have no idea. Do you do it with someone?
3: You could do it solo and with you. You
2: don't uh, need a boat. There's no you, special equipment. Are you yet. actually in the water? No. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, we got. We lost it with water sports. So you're not in the water, so you could be the by the water. Are you, are you on the hang sand? Hang on. Hang on, Lucy. Hang on. You don't need special equipment. Do you need one certain thing to have with you when you're near the water? Yes. Uh, okay i know what it is i absolutely know what it is yeah there's a world championships that happens i think the last one was in scotland that's where the world championships are normally held yes okay i know exactly what it is i hate the fact you know what it is okay we've all done it at some point you may have called it something different in your in your life there's definitely a technique that you that you need to use lucy what technique do you use
3: uh, if I say this, you're going to, do you want me to say it so that you get it? No,
1: no, no I want no. get because I know what it is and I'm actually quite yeah. enjoying this right now. This what, is what, horrible. What's your record? What number is your record? Oh, that's a good question.
3: Well, that's also a bit tricky because it depends on which thing I'm taking part in.
1: Oh. Okay. Give us the distance. What's the distance that you've managed to get one of these to go?
3: Whoa, whoa, like whoa. over 60 metres.
1: 60 oh. metres, okay.
2: I was going to say, I did, I did the, um, in the
1: Netherlands, you do that sort
2: of uh, almost like a pole v- over water. But that's no, no, my... no, it's not that. And that's not special equipment.
3: You have to think of something that you've done.
1: Imagine being a kid again. Yeah. You buy a stretch of water. Maybe it's a shale beach. Oh,
2: wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. I think I know.
2: Yeah. Okay, okay. Lucy, what is your record? Just give us a number.
3: In competition, Yeah. it will be probably about, like, Late 40s, late 40s, something like that. But on my own, that's a completely different story. On my own, Uh, like 60-odd metres.
2: Yeah, but no one saw that. You're lying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have someone there. If someone's not seen that, it's just a lie. So So, if if no one's listening, I'm saying I've done at least 60 myself. (laughs) Liar. I I think my record is probably... Like a ten, I yeah. think I mean double figures.
1: Well, let's 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 say what it is, uh, Lucy. It involves skipping, doesn't it?
3: Oh no, well,
1: yeah, that's not what I'm calling it. Oh, okay, Lucy, over to you. Okay, what is it? What is your what is the sport that you take part in, Lucy? It is stone skimming. Stone skimming. Are we not calling it stone skipping?
3: That's American.
1: Oh, sorry, Lucy. <laughs> um So, talk us through. Very you have, have you won the world championship in stone skimming?
3: I have. I've won it five times.
1: (sighs) Whoa, Lucy. Um, What got you into stone skimming?
3: I don't know. I've always been able to throw stuff ever since I was a kid. Like, I've just always done it. And I was in Scotland one year on holiday and I saw the World Stone Skimming Championships were taking place. And I just went along and did it.
2: This is so cool. I think it's you're right. Everyone has a go at it at everyone some point has a go in it. their life. What um, there's, there's so many questions uh, I need to know about. Like the, this, we all think it's the size of the stone that's obviously very important.
3: I mean, you can pretty much skim anything.
2: Oh, can you? I think yeah, it's a myth
3: on. where people kind of. I mean, there's things that will skim better but you can kind of skim anything.
2: And, and are you throwing it from a height or are you getting down to the water
3: Well What would you level?
2: do? i go water level to look professional.
1: No, well, I I, no, I, think, Lucy, I think you want to be coming from a higher angle yeah, to give, you, to give yourself more, more, more leverage. As you hit the water, you want the angle to be shooting you upwards. Can you pipe down? You're, so, you're trying to sound
2: like the expert and we've got <laughs> one with us here. Stop <laughs> answering the questions. Lucy, we need to know, what do you do?
3: So most people would start from like, try and get really low to the water, but actually that's wrong. You'd start with your hand, the your head, and then you'd release it kind of at a height to the water. Oh, this
2: okay. is cool. And okay. what about if like waves or is it like you want to flap well, that's, it around? That's,
3: that's, so it's a bit like formula one. And when you said like sea, river, lake, they're all different bodies of water. So you've got different courses mm. and then you've got to take in consideration like the weather, is it sunny and calm? Is it windy? Is it raining? That will all affect what's happening on the water surface. So like if you're in the ocean, uh, you would try and throw the stone so the first bounce would go over the wave. But if you're on a calm lake, you might not do that. Whoa. So this oh. actually gets quite technical.
2: <laughs> this is going to completely change my stone, stone skimming, skimming technique. Game. Yeah, yeah. We'll, have, we'll have
1: to go to the lake after this. The local <laughs> lake, lake. I would like to see you try and skim a stone off a bath. That would be quite interesting. <laughs> Straight into no, weirdly, I mean,
3: the reason I answered that one <laughs> is because I persuaded the guys of Loughborough one year to build a small pond, and it was tiny. It was probably about the size of a bathtub, so that I could get some stones and skim it off the water. and They could then video it to look at my technique, and we did do that. So you can skim it off small bits like that. And nice. you could even give it kind of a little concrete and tarmac perhaps practice oh, your technique. Wow. It would still go across. it. Um,
1: who's your main nemesis? Who's your main competitor for the World Championship? You've won it five times. Who is it that when you see them, you're like, right, I'm going to take you out?
3: So the women's competition is actually growing quite a lot um, compared to previous years. So there's a few kind of top players. There's um, Christina Bowen, Bravery, who won it the year before COVID. There's Nina from Switzerland. There's Charlotte from um, Northwest. So there's kind of like a few big females that take part every year, and then there's the men's competition, which one year I will. My name is to try and beat the men. Yeah, it's mm. Dougie Isaac. There's um Alex and Kurt. There's just there's probably about six or seven top men. So they're really different things. So. I was kind of laughing when you said when people have seen me throw it. So where the World Championships take place, it's all done on an old quarry and the length of that quarry is about 63 metres to the back wall, so anyone's trying to hit the back wall. Whereas some of the other competitions are done on lakes where you can kind of go any distance you want. But there's something magical about being an Easdale, where you can do really good practice throws where you're actually skimming quite a big distance. And then you get up to Easdale and you just can't do it. Mm. I think it's partly because it's on the small island on the west coast of Scotland, which is surrounded by the Atlantic. So you get loads of rain and wind and you've got lots of people watching you and you only get three stones. So it's a bit kind of Russian roulette and you have a platform to stand on to throw from. So it's actually, you're above the water.
1: Wow. Okay. Right. I feel like maybe we could have a cracker going up okay. then. Like, yeah, That's exactly right. Right. How, how do you qualify? Did you just sign up or is it like a qualification series of events? Well, do you have to you fill yourself skimming stones?
3: That's also changed. Pre-COVID, you just have to turn up and get there by 11am on the morning. So actually then join the, the queue for the ferry and get over and get registered. And now they're doing online registration. So you have like a registrate. You could do it online. Can register
1: okay but you don't need some sort of background in professional yeah, that's
3: skimming Is anyone's skin
1: you can be an 11
3: year old and take part
1: you could be average <laughs> you could be average and take part yeah.
3: you can be whatever shape size gender whatever you want to take come up and you can
1: lucy this is what i look for in a sport um it's been wonderful to chat to you uh good luck for the world championships when they go do you take your own stones with you, or do you have to find them on the island?
3: So they are. So the islanders will go around the island because the because it's an old slate quarry. There's loads of slate along the shoreline. So they'll get. They actually have three inches at the widest point of the stones. So they've got a little measuring thing. And they go along <laughs> the shoreline, pick them all up, <laughs> measure them, put them in a bucket, <laughs> and then on the day, part of the um, skill is actually picking the right stones mm. from the bucket. Yeah. You have to be able to pick them.
2: That's exactly what me and OJ would end up doing yeah. at the stone skimming championships. We wouldn't be taking
1: part. We'd just be collecting the stones. Measuring stones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'd, we'd yeah, be yeah. the caddy. Is, is, there a, is there a name for the people who go choose the stones? Are they caddies? Is there any terminology from this sport we need to know?
3: No, no. I think mean they're just committee helpers. Committee they just helpers. go out and collect them. You can take your own, but they'll measure them before you can throw them to make right. sure that they're in a the competition size. I was going to say, I want to know when you guys have thrown these stone.
1: When oh, we've yeah. thrown a stone. Oh, when well, we yeah, have.
3: Tell me a memory or story of when you've actually done it. Uh, you must...
1: Pretty, I, pretty I almost, much. Yeah, I almost took a swan out once. I, I do remember <laughs> doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I was. And did you I, see I, her again? I, no, I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to do it. I skimmed <laughs> it and the swan sort of swam into view and it just missed the swan. Because if I'd have done that, if I'd have taken a swan out, the queen or the king would have been on my case. The queen has been
3: i Yeah, not
2: I think, I, I don't think I've ever been near water without Skimstone. having thrown yeah. a stone into the water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those many things. memories.
3: There are actually like seven competitions, so it's not just the world championships. Oh. oh. And then there's like the Welsh, the All England, the British. Then there's the World Stone Skimming Championship and there's the European one, which I have more than one year. So I've got five world titles and a European.
1: Five world titles and a European. Where do you yeah, get your trophies? Yeah, I was going
3: like, to show you these things, but I oh, mean, yeah, obviously on. being a World Stone Skimming Champion, the medals that you get are all probably the heaviest <laughs> things that you're going to get <laughs> um, in Lucy, the world. Lucy,
1: just describe, for people who are just listening to this, just describe those medals for us.
3: Um, basically, it's Eastdale Slate, which is, for a stone skimmer, like gold medal, like they are the best things to skim. And that's what you receive. You receive a piece of Ed- Easdale slate with a little ribbon and a hole in it with the with your um, ranking, and it's brilliant. And I've got quite- wow. You. What yeah. a
1: collection that is! Where'd you keep them in the house? Because I've, I've asked well, this I'm of Olympians. I was going to
3: hang them up, but you know, most people who have medal things they fell off the walls, so I had, to, I had to put them in. <laughs> yeah.
1: Pulled the roll plugs out because if you ever ask an Olympian yeah. where they keep their medals, where is it? Because you must have interviewed as many as I have ever. The They're years. all over, like you know, um, sock drawer. It's always the sock drawer. sock drawer? Draw. No. If you ask any of them, it's not, always the sock not, drawer. Not
2: if you're, yeah, some of the cyclists have got a whole clock full, but, but yeah. yeah. Uh, they Those medals look like something. It looks like you put some stones onto
1: my BBC pass. That's what it basically yeah. looks like.
3: Um,
1: but they are wonderful. Yeah. Um, Lu- Lucy, it has been absolutely wonderful to chat to you. Thank you so much. I love the fact we've Pleasure. just spoken to somebody who's not just a world champion, but a five times world champion. If people want to learn more about stone skimming, where do they go?
3: Go to the World Stone Skimming Championship uh, website. Come on, I want you guys to sign up and come next year.
1: Absolutely. Listen, I am in. Do it. Uh, I am yeah. in. Lucy, it's been a pleasure to chat to you. Thank you for showing us your medals. Thank you so much for joining The Average Sports Club.
3: That's a pleasure. I'm looking forward to hearing people's stories.
1: Stone skimming, eh? Yeah, man, I love it. I love the idea of it. I want to see you this weekend maybe uh, film yourself. Stick it on your social media. Stick it on our social media. Um, I want to see you try and skim a brick.
2: I want to see everyone else do it as well. See if you can beat 121 metres if you go into a lake this weekend. Uh, You've been listening to The Average Sports Club. I've been Gethin Jones.
1: I've been OJ Borge. We'll be back next time with another Average Hall of Shame and another niche sport of the week. Our email is hello at
2: averagesportsclub.com. Or just search Average Sports Club on socials. See you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Blow the whistle. Bye. I'm gone.